0: The liberals are destroying California, and conservative humor gone awry. Conservative humor gone awry is going to fascist you today. So stay tuned. We're gonna take a few pictures of the desert and how their policies are actually messing it up. It's not beautiful when you go across that border. But stay tuned, guys. We'll show you exactly.
1: i'm alexander edward and i'm tony boswell and we're minion death cult the right is getting better at comedy it's making snl nervous we are documenting it uh what's up everybody we have just uh probably the funniest content uh we've ever had on this show for everybody today uh i'm i uh, good thing you're stuck at home listening to this otherwise you'd look like a maniac uh out in public laughing your dang butt off at uh (laughs) all the stuff we're about to talk about today uh and not us what we're covering
0: what we're covering is funny we're not funny what we're covering is funny
1: no we are vectors for the disease known as uh comedy and (laughs) helping us bring this to you today is uh jack allison previous guest friend of the show co-host of struggle session podcast how you doing jack
2: doing good thanks for uh thanks for having me back here thanks for subjecting me to a deplorable Saturday night I, uh, I I can't tell you how much I appreciate that
1: that's right that's right we uh we watched the deplorable Saturday Saturday night Parentheses live <laughs> comedy special uh, yesterday. That was I was just so excited to see. Uh, Terrence K. Williams has been teasing it for a week or so now, and this is this was billed as uh, their answer to SNL. And um, let me just read like a, a little a little bit of the preview from Terrence K. Williams here. Uh, somebody we've talked about pretty extensively on this show. Somebody we're just really proud of. Someone who I think we really put on. I think
0: like I think being on Fox was was one thing, but I think that us covering him on Fox really um really put him over.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh Terrence K. Williams, uh when I came out as a Trump supporter, Hollywood shut the door in my face. They mm-hmm. uh, they told me I was not allowed to be on Saturday Night Live and other shows. So uh I've I've yeah, never that's what
2: they'll say. That's what an agent an agent will just tell you. Hey, I'm sorry, Uh, it's not about your talent level, it's not about your funniness level, it's not about the auditions. You're not allowed to be on Saturday Night Live if you're a Republican. I mean, you know, forget Dennis Miller, forget, you know, uh, uh, Rob Schneider, uh, you know, you cannot be a conservative, and forget David Spade, (laughs) forget, I guess, like, just about everybody on SNL, (laughs) Lauren Michaels himself. I just uh, haven't thought about him, but is David Spade (laughs) a conservative? You know, I don't know. Probably. If you looked up, if you looked up David Spade's like political donations, I don't know if he's like a big conservative donor. But you know, like Sandler is like a little bit is like conservative, yeah. and like Miller's conservative. Like '80s SNL, I think had like a little bit of conservatism running through it. And I actually think that Lauren's a conservative. I mean, you know, I think Lauren's yeah. like a little bit like old guy conservative yeah but i mean we
1: you know we we treat those people appropriately that's why i still haven't seen uncut gems or uh dickie roberts (laughs) (laughs) here's the thing i can separate the art from the artist
2: and so i've enjoyed both (laughs)
1: um yeah i I was gonna ask you jack is this what happens when you try to break into hollywood they they hollywood either tells you hey you can be on snl and other shows." Or they tell you, hey, you can't be on SNL or other shows. So here's the thing I think you can obviously
2: be a conservative uh, and be successful in Hollywood. I think, particularly, you can be a fiscal conservative and be very, very successful in
0: Hollywood. (laughs) Um,
2: For sure. um, But, you know, uh, 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 is there not some weird truth to the idea that there, you know, is sort of a hegemonic, you know, like stupid liberal, like kind of ethos to Hollywood. Like, it is true that there is kind of, like, in-thought and out-thought in Hollywood or whatever. However, I don't think that that's what happens with Terrence K. Williams. I don't think anyone told Terrence K. Williams, you like Trump and so you're not allowed to be on SNL. Uh, I think there's probably plenty of other reasons why, you know, uh, uh, Terrence couldn't be on SNL. Not even that SNL is even that good. I mean, all of this... You know this entire thing, everything around the deplorable Saturday night is designed to be this kind of like, it's like meant to like, it's meant to prove a point of something that people already agree with. You know what I mean? Like, it's like the conservatives have this idea that you can't be a conservative in Hollywood. And so this is just kind of like it's like masturbation or something like that. It's just like this sort of self, uh, uh, it's like what this is about it is not about making good comedy or anything like that. It's about trying to prove the point that number one, SNL is not nice to conservatives, and number two, conservatives are just as funny.
0: Well well like Terrence K. Williams is a genius though because he does the whole thing where he like leans into his identity, right? And he's like, Yeah, I'm a conservative black guy and if you don't like me, that makes you a racist. And then he doesn't have <laughs> to be funny after that. Which is why we're like changing the tagline of the show Dominion Death Cult with the black bisexual co host. If you don't like it, you're a bigot. That, I mean, you know, it's
2: not a bad idea. It's not bad branding, honestly. It's weird to not stay on the Patreon. You're a bigot. Frankly, you can say whatever you want at this point. You know then, what I mean? Like, yeah. you can say the most cancelable stuff, and anyone who would call you on it is canceled themselves.
0: But I wouldn't even do, like, cancelable stuff. I just wouldn't do any comedy at all. Like, yeah. at all. Easier. That was much
2: easier. I I am just curious uh, uh, with Terrence K. Williams, and perhaps you guys can give me some perspective on this, but um, is he, like, funded? Like, what is... What the hell is going on behind the scenes here? Like, Terrence K. Williams is obviously not, like, a real comedian or anything like Mm -hmm. that. Like, this is all kind of, like, a fake media ecosystem Around like supporting Trump Same as like Diamond and Silk and all that Like yeah. who the hell is this man For real like wh- Where does where did he come from
1: The first thing what? I saw of Terrence K. Williams Was two years ago A year and a half or so ago When we first covered him on the show uh, He got booked on Fox News somehow Just as a comedian mm. And mm. he went on Fox News to talk about Kind of what Tony's alluding to Talk about uh, a Japanese Reporter who got hired by the New York Times, who had a bunch of ironic tweets uh, substituting uh, the word Japanese or Asian for white men. And basically, like, putting out all the harassing uh, DMs she had gotten, you know, all the racism that she got. And she put a spin on it and said this is what it would look like if, you know, it happened to white people or whatever. And, you know, conservative media flipped out and said, I don't care if it's ironic racism, that's still racist. So they booked Mm -hmm. Terrence Williams to prove their point that ironic racism is still racism. And he made fortune cookie and panda jokes about her on Fox News and got cut yeah. from the seg- got cut off from the segment so the first the first uh bit we covered on terrence williams was him reacting to him getting <laughs> like uh what do you call it <laughs> shut down from fox news yeah and he was just right. sucking on a big gulp and like looking at the camera while he said that she was eating some bad fortune cookies and then they they cut the segment short on him and he just starts laughing into the camera going, that's right, that's right, I said Ling Ling, that's right. So that's... Wow. I've never looked into, like, where he gets money from. I, I don't know, I think I just suspected he was a hack comedian who who like knew who was you know had a name for being conservative therefore he got booked on Fox yeah. News and when you're that kind of a comedian like mm-hmm. it's like shooting fish in the barrel especially if you're a, a minority you can you know s- sort of like it's like reverse affirmative action you can rise very quickly <laughs> through the ranks of those people just because they're desperate for like right. uh, a black friend or whatever
0: Right. Yeah, we always joke about like I I could have a segment on Turning Point USA tomorrow. Yeah, easy. if I just decided to just do it, I would do it. And that's just funny yeah. about this whole thing is like the right like the writer is always talking about how like apparently you know all of us are getting checks from George Soros, which like we was not real. I wish it was. I wish. But, for like, God's they actually sake. do. They do get checks. From, that's like, why they're
2: all saying it. Like, that's why, like, Ben Shapiro says that. Is he's yeah. like, they're probably getting. It's like, no, dude, you get money from the Cokes. Like, yeah, you I get Coke you don't money. Get <laughs> I, get, I get plenty. You know, I get little gems from Twitch when I play the video games, but <laughs> I don't get any Coke money yeah. or anything like that.
1: Ben Shapiro literally yeah, so, got paid by two old white guys for not having sex in college.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> or
1: even just. Saying he was not having sex, like that's
2: to your point. Like you wouldn't even have to actually not have sex. You could have a show on Turning Point USA tomorrow if you just started saying like lies. They are fine with that. Like I, Candace Owens, I don't even know if like she believes any of this stuff. I think she's just like an opportunist, like happy to make money. She's a fucking. She's leaning in. She's she's
0: leaning in lately. She's fucking awful. She's monstrous.
1: Yeah. She just.
2: She's a she's a she's a big like coronavirus conspiracy person now, right? She like a you know this is not. Not as big deal kind of thing I mean
1: you have to be right now on the right like that's it's oh totally yeah, yeah you have to but she just did a live stream in response to uh, the man who was shot while jogging yeah I, I, um, Jesus. Ahmed I can't remember his last name um, yeah she started it off by just saying oh the media is calling this a modern day lynching uh, well actually if you actually look at the statistics of the civil mm-hmm. rights era only about 35,000 lynchings occurred. And if you extrapolate that to how many black people there were around, it's actually a pretty small percentage of the population.
2: Ah, okay. She, so she so no on, lynching was important. There's no
0: lynching. None of it was a big deal, I guess, right? She, she started the hashtag not just a jogger. Because oh my Because at some point, they're saying earlier that day, there's footage of him like on a construction site doing nothing, doing absolutely nothing. He's on a construction site just kind of checking it out. Like he doesn't t- even touch a, he doesn't even touch a beam. Yeah. And she's saying well he he entered this property illegally. So this is no longer even a crime. Yeah. This and she started the hashtag not just a jogger.
2: This is a person that doesn't believe anything though. Like this is somebody that's just yeah. Fuck Candace Owens for real. Like
0: she's so full of self hatred. Like can you imagine being like yeah for real a, a a a black woman in America and feeling that way? Let alone like like a dark black woman like like that's gnarly. Like you have so much self hatred. It's just. Oh, it, it's, it's, it makes me sick It makes me so sick
1: Fuck, fuck her We'll have more, uh, a little more about Candace Owens In the second half of this episode um, <laughs> yeah. But let's go ahead and yeah. <laughs> uh, Start talking about The up. deplorable Saturday night yeah. Special Okay. Uh, specifically uh, Terrence K. Williams says uh, We are coming for Hollywood We are changing the game Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, and SNL Are no longer funny Help us defeat unfunny SNL well, listen, tonight.
2: I can't disagree with some of that stuff. Like as yeah. far as, as far as the mission statement goes, you know, they have isolated, a, it's the same as Trump. It's the same as Trump. Like what Trump did when he was running in 2016, is he like isolated the correct problems and then mm-hmm. offered the wrong solutions. But exactly. like, yeah, the deplorables are the same way. They're, they're diagnosing the problem, but offering like the complete wrong solution
1: i mean absolutely like this deplorable saturday night live is like the equivalent of like more tax credits to small businesses uh, yeah. people <laughs> exactly. who have been failing upwards and not were earned anything they've gotten just let's hand them some more of it
2: i i am a big time snl hater
1: i i don't like snl
2: at all and i watched this deplorable saturday <laughs> night last night and i'm like you know, SNL, uh, you, they make SNL look good. They have yeah, figured out a way to that's, make SNL at its
1: absolute worst look good. That's really their biggest crime of the night.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, wa- I walked away from it thinking, oh, man, like, it has its place. And, like, a- NBC NBC comedy has done more damage to, like, American politics than, like, NBC News. Yeah, that's true. And, so- and, and I, and I, I still <clears throat> felt like, oh, no, this is a good thing. Uh, that this, at least it's not this. <laughs> uh, I was like, well, yeah, s. n l is still okay, yeah,
1: yeah, so let's kind of go through these these segments here okay the these these sketches what if you can call yeah. them that so uh, the show
2: overall was kind of just like a number of disconnected segments, uh all pre taped, yeah, kind okay. of like with these you know interstitial graphic pieces with the same song playing, you know basically just like title sequences.
1: Yeah, the mm-hmm. first one is Terrence K. Williams uh, sitting next to a skeleton uh, with a wig and a like scarf shawl type thing, yeah. uh, and she is supposed to be Nancy Pelosi. And right. as other people have noticed, it's it's kind of funny that the skeleton is still bigger than Terrence K. Williams. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, very, very um, true.
1: And the whole bit consists of him telling Nancy Pelosi as the skeleton that she can only have one glass of wine and it's like two and a half minutes of him having a fake one-sided argument with a skeleton about how the skeleton drinks wine too much
2: it's really really long it's really really long and you know what like uh it just it doesn't work on so many levels, but the length, uh uh and then and you know, if I'm gonna really note it on like sketch comedy levels, uh uh I just think the specificity was not there. Like, you know, you can get out more Pelosi jokes and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. for this just to be, you know, a one side of a conversation of someone kinda of being like you gotta stop drinking so much and now you're saying you wanna drink more. Now you wanna drink more? <laughs> you better not drink more. Like it's like uh, not that interesting, and you know, Terrence, Terrence uh, could benefit from having some uh, uh, better writers uh, on his uh, side.
0: Uh, honestly, like you guys, um, it, it, it's you're kind of hating because it's this is an art that's really hard to tackle. Um, I think he did okay. I think he really, really shat the bed when he was talking about the segment later on, and that's when it, that's when it was worse to me. But um, but yeah, I, I respect this
1: effort. It's a uh, this is a bold move. Well, it's, I don't know, the I think a through line of this whole special is not having any jokes apparently written for anyone, any of these segments. There's yeah. one sketch that I think stands out notably for having, like, a format and having, I don't know, an idea or a concept behind it. But, like, everything that Terrence K. Williams does in general, but uh, it's, it's most glaring in this comedy special... Is he doesn't have jokes, he doesn't write anything down or think of anything ahead of time, and so the runtime of whatever bit he's doing is just it consists of one idea repeated ad nauseum with different faces on and different, like, uh, you know, non verbal exasperations, like that sort of thing. When you're just like sighing at a skeleton, uh, over and over, and it's, it's quite unbearable. Um, I think. The next segment is well, it's like an interstitial between him and uh, what's what's that guy's name? the The country singer, the, the, Tony, the blonde-haired
0: fella. Is he a country singer or is he like uh, another Steve? Mc- Steve McGraw, like he was like a big, he was like a big country star. <clears throat> okay, like okay. he was like a big country star in like the like the late nineties or two thousands. He was like huge. He's like a le- very legitimate So listen to the Arena Tour. Deal. Okay. Yeah, he's an arena tour country
1: star. What's the song what's the song he sang? Like you got to give I us more know, than okay. Man. Well, then how are we I, sp- don't, I don't believe I don't you then, Tony. You're telling me this like it's interesting information. Look, Alex, you can't you, even. You're
0: putting me. You're putting me. But you're putting me in a place, man. how How am I gonna look? How am I gonna look to the streets if I tell you the Steve McGraw songs? Uh, it just sounds like
1: maybe he wasn't that big. You know? that big of a deal then. Um, <laughs>
0: I couldn't tell you any of the songs. I can't tell you. I can tell the one about uh, Johnny's daddy. That song. That's a song.
1: Did he have a barbecue stain on his white T-shirt? That's the only one I can remember from the '90s.
2: So, so I, I was actually looking into this a little bit, and this man's name is Steve McGrew. Is he? Is this a different person, or is there a different? Is there a Steve McGraw? Because uh, Steve yeah. McGrew is who was in this special. He's a conservative yeah. comedian named Steve McGrew.
0: You're absolutely right. I, yeah. just, I, just, okay, said, I was you. like, oh, All right. it isn't Yeah. So this guy, this guy, he looks like he should be a country star. Like, I went really through, does. I went
2: through the same journey. I, that. I I went through the same journey that you did, where I thought he was a big deal country star, and then looked up his name and was like, I'm wrong about that. He's just another. Comedian, he's another online Trump comedian. Guy. Yeah,
1: it's Steve Mudflap McGrew, and that's why when Steve T- Mudflap McGrew when Tony was telling me he was a country singer, I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't remember a mud flap from. Uh, I
0: think I just, <laughs> I, I think I just did a racism
1: wow yeah I, you really I'm
0: sorry about that guys i didn't really, yeah my okay bad. so anyway wow. they're
1: they're, they're ban- he, he and terrence williams are bantering back and forth like on a on a zoom call or whatever yeah and uh uh steve mcgrew's like hey how'd you get an actress to look just like nancy pelosi you know the skeleton thing and he's that's like, really all he says he's like it really looks like hers. oh no that was uh that was nancy pelosi that, that really was her and then he's like, "Oh, just kidding i was lying i i, I can't front that wasn't nancy pelosi <laughs> yeah uh and then um <laughs> and then we cut to i think the dr phil segment is that next
0: oh my god i i think i think so the doctor so phil, the dr. phil segment is the impressionist doing an impression of dr phil like talking
2: to the coronavirus is really yeah. what it is
1: yeah, he's, he's talking to the coronavirus, and he's giving, like, the coronavirus life advice, you know, like, they're, yeah. a, they're yeah. a woman in, like, relationship trouble or something, and uh, he's basically telling the coronavirus that humanity's just not that into you. Um, yeah, and also, like, the kind of subtext of this is, like... That you're not as deadly as like you as you should be.
2: <laughs> like mm-hmm. you're kind of like a punk.
1: <laughs> one of the only jokes in the segment is more people have died of a heart attack while smoking a cigarette in while dr- while getting into a car right. accident into their backyard pool.
2: And I've heard that joke, that specific joke, from conservatives already. But yeah, that's another. That's one of the jokes they have in here.
1: Yeah. Um, and then we go to, I think, the Deplorable Choir music video.
0: I'll take an extra help Cause there ain't nowhere to go Nothing else to do but stuff my face here at home Don't even know what day it is I'm afraid I've lost track After quarantine, I'll be as big as one of Carol Baskin's cash She did it! Yeah. Now my friends are gonna find out No Botox, spray, tans, or highlights. Overserved and overfilled in this quarantine life. My friends are gonna find out what I really
2: look like. Which, is this an original piece? Is this a new original piece from Devorable Choir? Because I tried to look it up, and I don't think it's on their YouTube or anything like that.
1: Yeah, yeah I think so. This is a, this is a debut song, but they didn't hype it up at all as any of that it was just like and now the deplorable choir it's not good it's not one of their good pieces and the song is uh all my friends are gonna finally see what i really look like or something because we're all Mm -hmm. in quarantine it's a song about being in quarantine and not being able to get your your hair done and not being able to get your your botox or whatever so all your friends are gonna finally see what you really look like um it's another one of their boring songs with an affected southern accent and fairly simplistic you know three chord yeah. melody and uh the only notable part of this music video which is just like shots of them you know eating way too much food around the house and like having an eyelash hanging down in their front of their face uh the only yeah. notable part is when the singer uh shows ass on screen I
2: mean that, that I thought was notable, and I was like, "That's yeah. odd for the deplorable choir to do that." In this, I guess, go ahead, go she ahead, deplorable had word, choir.
0: Had the word "boom" scripted across her butt. Yeah, she dot com slash deplorable choir.
1: Uh, she shows her her. Uh, butt, while she's trying to pull up her jeans and the joke is that her ass is too fat now because uh, she hasn't been exercising and she's been eating too much. And I think the line is when this is over, the government's going to have to rezone my ass and she's trying to pull up her jeans over her fat ass and her friend is like the other singer is like face level with the ass looking at the camera. (laughs) Uh, yeah, it's really. a good shot it's like one of the one, one of the few good shots in this in this whole special I think
0: what yeah. I thought was really brave was um, that one of them is pregnant right now and uh <laughs> oh, there was a whole lot of there was a whole lot of her pregnant torso which is like pretty rare the, to see this is
1: a uh, sorry Tony this is another Steve McGrew Steve McGraw uh, e- example here she was wearing a false fat belly oh wow no! <laughs> It, was, it wasn't real. No, she was supposed to look fat, not pregnant.
0: That's weird. Because you that, can see that, uh, her
1: stomach, and you could see that it's like a plastic, like any belly button.
0: Oh, that's. that's she was just sorry. supposed like, to look, look fat
1: from quarantine. Right. No,
2: yeah. that was just a uh, sort of cheap fat suit.
0: <laughs> that's really funny. I I kind of avoided make, making eye contact with it because like I didn't want to get like too horny watching <laughs> the deplorable sign out live. Um, well, that I, at first shot. I was like, I was like, oh, that's that's very brave, but yeah, but that, but that butt shot, that was like right in our face, like we couldn't, we couldn't avoid that. But also, in their defense, they all looked like shit. They all looked fucking terrible. No, they did. Quarantine is affecting them. They looked fine. Awfully. <laughs> <laughs> they they looked fine. Don't they they all they all they all did look crazy I did like that this song. Didn't have any like racism in it. This um, is
2: a this is a very normy deplorable choir song like this is like the kind because I've been watching a lot of coronavirus parody songs or whatever this is like a super mainstream deplorable choir song you know uh, uh, yeah which you know the rest of the content of this special was very, very Trumpy, so you almost wonder if that was a choice, you know, because the portable Choir does typically do some pretty heavily Trumpy songs. Uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah. They do. Their their thing is like the whole cutesy, like Sarah Palin type, uh, you know, mama bear, cons- yeah. suburban conservatism, which is yeah. like, you know, grading on a certain level, but on another level, it's not like they're yelling the screaming the words chinese virus at you or something yeah it's it's more just like soft racism like sort of pull up your pants type racism when it does pop up yeah um but yeah there's there's is more of like a live laugh love trump ism
2: i think one of their more recent songs was like a bat suit type song uh, which gives you an idea of what the floor, it's like, they like play ukulele songs and sing about how Chinese people eat bat soup and that's oh, fucked up. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I exactly, take it yeah. back.
1: All right. I had, I hadn't yeah. seen that one. <laughs> um, yeah. So next, next we go to what I think was just the standout segment, a sketch about like coronavirus, <laughs> stranded at home workout tips from the Hodge twins. Uh, we've talked about the Hodge twins at least once on this show. I don't remember what video we covered from the Hodge twins, but they are the uh, bodybuilding twins who, like, growl and grunt at the camera. Uh, it's very mm-hmm. unsettling. There is, like, an in- just an incredible amount of seething rage uh, under the surface of these two young men. Hey! we're the horse twins and as you can see we're in our garage in the garage man now a lot
0: of y'all been stuck at home in quarantine because this damn china flu yeah we call it china flu because of chinese
1: and apparently they used to be like bodybuilder youtubers before they made their conservative trump turn that's what i heard yeah so before they got paid maybe that's why they have a bit more on-screen presence they have a they, yeah. they kind of know how to, like, position both of themselves on screen uh, at a given time. And this was just, it was the best segment. It was the most entertaining. And it was also, I think, uh, the most fun to talk about t- tonight. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So this is an interesting segment. This is, uh, like, Democrat-based
2: workouts that you can do at home. While uh uh yeah while you know during during these times I guess
1: right it's it's not just corona ba- corona based it's it's democratic themed workouts uh so one of them was uh oh the first one was the Obama was that the first one and so what was yeah. the Obama yeah. again. You
0: were bowing for your abs. Oh
2: right, because you're bowing to four. Li- he's like, imagine it's Iran
0: or whatever. <laughs> Remember the the, the, the punchline was the punchline was so fucking
1: good too. He's like, <laughs> he was because after after every uh, every demonstration, you know, he's all one. Give me give me two more. Give me three more bows. Give me three more bows. And he's all, how do you feel? <laughs> I feel like a Muslim. <laughs> yeah, which makes no sense. It's so good. It actually is, like, you know,
2: it's funny to see what the sort of, like, Go to jokes are from Conservatives I'm like oh the, they're like Still pissed off about like Obama Like bowing or something
1: Like okay I guess that's what it is There's so much more to be mad at Obama About but go ahead Well we talked about this just on the last Patreon episode yeah. Like they can't be mad at Obama For the right reasons because those are the Reasons <laughs> they would like Obama for Yeah the deportations <laughs> The drone bombings right. and all that stuff is Like stuff that they would have to give him credit for um, Right but yeah, the, the bowing thing is great because like one of the most popular memes from like two years ago is a photoshopped meme of Obama's body folded in half. <laughs> yeah. Like they took his, his, the top half of his torso <laughs> and rotated it 90 degrees and then put yeah. him standing next to the Ayatollah. Jesus. And people just During think it's real. Bow. Like people think that that's just a real thing that happened. That Obama went to our, Iran and uh folded his body in half, you know, like <laughs> yeah. like that episode of uh Futurama where Bender folds the professor in half. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh so that's wow. that's why it's still around, I think. An- another another workout routine they did was uh the AOC uh, and yeah. this is the one where you take a, a lightweight and you shake it by your head like you're a bartender yeah. mixing a drink. It's right.
0: funny because I, I got worried when they did that because they were talking about it. And they like they like get the lightweight and they say, get the lightweight, put it over your shoulder and start. And they start shaking and they're doing it over both shoulders. And they say, pretend like you're in college. And I'm like, oh, this is a really... Bad joke. And he goes, and you're a bartender. I was like, okay, cool. They're not going to make any weird dick jokes here.
2: Yeah. No, yeah. No, this was like, you're right. that This was like shockingly wholesome, but that was yeah. simply a setup for what might come yeah. later on.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Let's just get right into it. So, uh, this final one is called the Don Lemon and you're going to need a partner for this one. Uh, fortunately Ooh. there are two of these Hodge twins, so they can both twins uh, brothers Brothers, twin brothers, Tw- twin jacked brothers with piercing light eyes. Okay, yeah. What he did, yeah. One of the twin brothers folds the other brother down and says, "See, he's he's bent over. He can feel it in his glutes. He can feel it in his uh-huh. in his uh, in his in his thighs. And so, what you're going to do is you're going to take a five pound weight." and you're going to add some resistance. And so the second brother gets behind the first brother who's bent over brothers. And then lay, lays his body on top of like mounts him essentially. Like lays his yeah. body on top yeah. of the other One brother's back. brother starts to sort of mind butt fucking the other brother. Reaches the weight around <laughs> through like interlaces his arm through Dude. the front brother's arms which are on his knees as he's bent over. <laughs> And then starts miming, jerking off his twin brother with the weight in order to demonstrate the Don Lemon.
2: Which, this is one of the funnier things ever, because I'm like, do you guys think you're, like, owning Don Lemon right now? Like, are you? (laughs) 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 Like, We'll show Don Lemon. I'm going to pretend to,
1: like, jack off my brother.
2: What the fuck?
1: Yo, we're going to we're going to own Don Lemon so hard because he, he's going to go to he's going to go to Pornhub later. He's going to type in twins and there's going to be a video of us pretending to jerk off and he's going to come to completion but not before he sees his own name as the butt of the joke in the bottom left-hand corner wow. and it's like, dude, you just came to a joke making fun of you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I just the whole idea is great because just like what what kind of awful insult is it like like don lemon has like top-notch sex is what you just said <laughs> like don don, like don don lemon has like an amazing like right, it is funny. In his it's like,
2: it's like don lemon is a gay guy and so you're just saying like don lemon like gets laid you know do. what I mean? Like Don exactly. Lemon, Don Lemon, like fucks, and like that's it. Doesn't that suck? I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I actually usually think it, people typically think he's pretty cool to fuck, but go ahead.
0: <laughs> so at first, I thought it was like, I'm like, oh, this is like wild because I mean, for conservative dudes, um this is not a joke. They would like this is a little pretty deep performative for it to like not be like. I'm surprised at no point did they go like, oh, no homo, like during doing like right. during the skit. Um, but I think they have this like beautiful genius idea with like, hey, if we don't talk about who's who, like we don't talk about which twins in which position, they can't tell which one of us is the gayer one. So, so, wow. so either one of us can say like, hey, where'd you feel it? And, it, and then you can go in my ass, and it's not like they can't pin it on either one of us.
2: God, that being the punchline. By the way, it's. Uh... Yeah
1: yeah this the uh, really the brother the, the the big spoon says oh man i can feel it in my forearm because he's the one you know jer- yeah. jerking off the other brother and they said where do you feel it and he goes in my ass yeah <laughs> and it's like right. a good delivery i mean it's a it's, it's you know it's it's not a bad joke considering the like bit they decided to go with you know it fits the bit basically uh and uh yeah they, they've just got a good presence you know and i don't know like i think you know i'll say it right here um this entire comedy special would have been actually funny if every one of these bits was being done ironically. Yeah. If every one of these bits was being done as a bad bit, it would have been incredibly funny. It would have been successful. Like this whole thing about jerking off your own brother to own Don Lemon or whatever, like that's... (laughs) Beyond <laughs> that's beyond any Matt Bohr's comic that he could Absolutely. come up with. Like this is yeah, beyond it's, it's like eating, you know, overcooked steaks to own the libs or whatever. Like this is yeah, this is an insane level of derangement that we got it's to great. see on camera, and I feel blessed for that.
2: I just hope these twin brothers got paid a lot of money to pretend to have sex with each other. Oh, I'm on sure they did. Yeah, to totally. fun of a, a CNN anchor, I'm sure they got. I'm, I'm hope they got three hundred dollars or whatever the hell they got paid to be <laughs> in this.
1: The funniest thing you could do to make fun of Don Lemon is just post a screenshot of that CNN like segment where he's holding a cue card with the word the n word in all caps on it oh
0: no my way. god yeah. and the under word, the n word
1: and then but the actual word and then underneath it says does this offend you <laughs> <laughs> it's like the single funniest image i've ever seen
0: yeah yeah it's it's pretty great yeah because like everything else like any of don lemon's gaps are like fucking tight like when he gets like when he gets blitzed on the years eve i love that That that's funny to me <laughs> that fucking rules i want to party with don lemon
1: yeah so uh the next segment was like a fake news anchor like a fake you know weekend update type thing and it's a guy i I don't know who this guy is um talking from behind the desk like to himself as a correspondent from the kitchen uh Mm -hmm. and the whole joke is that the dishwasher broke uh, at his home because there's too many dishes and uh there's too many wine glasses like backing up in the sink because you have to hand wash them this was another very normy like sketch premise. Yeah. like
2: there, I, that's what made me feel like there's maybe some sort of like structure to this show where they're trying to like make it not so trumpy for a couple moments it's very very just like normy observational covid
1: humor kind of stuff yeah or like by like Borderline Bible Belt shit. Um, That's, but again, I just I don't understand the concept behind it. Like, if you're at home all day, wouldn't you just like use the same wine glass? Just like rinse it out. Like, I don't know why you need a new wine glass when you're not even like changing locations. You know, there's not even like. Uh, a what do you like a reset period like i don't know like if if i yeah. leave a glass out overnight or something and then go to work the next day and then come back i'm gonna be like ah maybe i don't totally. use that glass again but if it's just <laughs> like an all-day thing i'm using that same wine glass for sure another like update from like the coronavirus reality in which we're living is that there have been more bigfoot sightings and that's like that would be kind of a funny joke like people are losing their minds and they're just like imagining more bigfoots than usual you know uh it, it reminds me of i i think I think it's a simpsons joke where somebody's talking about how great springfield is and they're like yeah just more more angel sightings than anywhere in the u.s (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. it it just reminded me of that and that's a funny joke but no the punchline is scientists say this is because most barber shops are still closed and people are unable to get their hair cut and so they look like bigfoot
0: yep and so he's like oh that's the most like That's the lamest answer you could have came up with. I almost, like,
2: didn't get the joke. Well, that's like you start with the conservative problem. You're like, conservatives are unhappy that they can get haircuts. So what's the funny, like, version of that? It's like, I guess people look like Bigfoot now. Say, like can 't get the haircuts, or whatever
1: I mean what would be funny is if like you did a don 't tread on me overthrow of your state government because you couldn 't get the haircut like that would be that's kind of funny that would be <laughs> kind of just, funny that's just what 's happening <laughs> but that's like a, the good thing that's that's the <laughs> you know that's that 's what they want to happen that's um, what 's actually happening yeah uh, then we get yeah Steve mudflap McGrew doing a bit where uh, he's wearing drag as quarantina who is quote the trailer park martha stewart um and yeah. i i didn't re- rem- i don't remember anything from this bit it's him in front of a green no. screen uh with a dirty like living room behind him and it's just him in a wig and sunglasses talking about um having sex i think
2: what there was something else i wanted to tell you oh yeah i am single boys Mhm. I know a lot of guys are more attracted to my sister, Trailer Swift. She is just she's kind of crazy, not like me. Like, you know, I'm the sane one in the family. <laughs> That's why I I love a uh a house that feels open and inviting to so many people.
0: There was one joke I liked um <clears throat> where they referred to their friend um Trailer Swift that was funny mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. Trailer Swift um, oh
2: yes this was when yeah. Steve Steve McGrew was pretending yeah. to be a lady,
0: right? And mind you, I'm watching this thinking, like, "Oh man, this like big country star is doing this bit. This is really, this is really brave of him." <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, he's really like threatening his own career by coming after Taylor yeah, Swift that's like that. Totally, what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the next segment is Terrence sl- pretending to sleep while Hillary talks to Joe Biden, and this is like. <laughs> This is an incredible performance. Most people were like, hey, uh, this this segment was really boring. I didn't understand it. Like, you're actually making Joe Biden look sympathetic for falling asleep while listening to Hillary Clinton. Like, I don't know if that's what you meant to do. Uh, I, I believe Tim Heidecker even called Terrence Williams out for this bit on Twitter and said, hey, Terrence, like, this is bad, dude. This isn't funny. <laughs> um, I'm going to disagree with, you know, one of my comedy heroes, Tim Heidecker. Um, I think... <laughs> This is Terrence K. Williams' masterpiece. I think this is Terrence K. Williams' like stripped-down, bare-bones, just the the distilled essence of his comedy. This is like Terrence K. Williams' moon-shaped pool, okay? It's, (laughs) It's Terrence K. Williams not saying a word, not doing anything other than nodding his head for a minute and a half while in split screen with joe biden and hillary clinton and this is his usual shtick of just reacting yes yes this is this is him like i I don't know the pure uh, essence of his own comedy he doesn't even make a sound he doesn't say a word he just nods his head and closes his eyes and it's his It's his performance. He could have stabbed himself in the stomach at the end of this performance and have lived a full life.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's sad because to me it really does speak on um, a lot of, like, the socioeconomic issues that, you know, do present themselves when it comes to, like, Hollywood and privilege. Uh, You know, had had Terrence K. Williams been given a fair shake, um, had someone said to Terrence K. Williams, hey, maybe you should join the drama program. Uh, Hey, maybe you should, you know, uh, try improv, you know. Ah, uh, maybe you should actually be a real thespian. I think that Terrence K. Williams, um, we would be talking about him in a completely different light now. I think that he would have been a, a genius. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think that. Um, I think that if if he was given the attention he deserves, I think we could get like a, a sequel to Moonlight.
1: Wow. I think you said thespian, and that was kind of funny. <laughs> I did. The last segment uh, is a sketch wherein Alec Baldwin, quote, Alec Baldwin prepares for an SNL skit. And so this, this is-, is our
2: impressionist, and he, he hasn't done Trump for the entire thing. He's supposed to be a Trump impressionist. This is the only Trump impression we get, and it's him doing Trump, but, like, speaking as Alec yeah. Baldwin, really.
1: Yes, so it's John D. De- Dominico, Domenico, uh playing Alec Baldwin playing Trump, but he's only doing a Trump impression. He's only right. doing the Trump impression, and it's he's standing behind a podium like it's you know a Trump impression, but this is supposed to be taking place before the sketch. The sketch within this sketch actually happens, uh, and yet for some reason Alec Baldwin is still doing Trump or whatever, and like he. Part of the jokes. One of the jokes is that he gets a call from his brother, Daniel, and he's like, no, I don't like that guy. He's a Trump guy. You know, I'm a I'm a Hollywood liberal. He's going to tell me how
2: good Trump is or how cool Trump
1: is. Yeah. And there's just the only other joke that I can remember is he's calling out Trump for having an immigrant wife and being a New York celebrity or something. And then somebody else says, oh, no, that's you, Alec Baldwin. Right. Yeah. And I yeah. I guess Alec Baldwin might have a a wife who's an immigrant. I don't know. And I guess maybe that's kind of funny as like a bit of liberal hypocrisy. Um but it's not really underlined. They don't they don't make that the mm. focus of the bit or anything. It's just yeah. Alec Baldwin being an annoying like foppish guy doing a Trump impression. And this is this is what I was getting at earlier. It's this would be a funny idea if the idea were a hack comedian can't do an impression of some uh, a different celebrity, so he has to do that celebrity doing the hack Donald Trump impression. Yeah, yeah, like that's a kind of, like he <clears throat> like somebody tells him we want, we want you to do an Alec Baldwin impression, and he's like, oh okay, yeah, I got it, and he just does Alec Baldwin doing Trump,
2: <laughs> doing Trump. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's clear that this guy John Domenico.
2: I looked him up after this, and I'm like, where the fuck is this, like, the Deplorables Trump impersonator or whatever? And I think he's just, like, a Florida-area impressions guy. And I'm sure that he just does a Trump impression, and he'll read whatever the fuck we tell him to do. Um, Like, you know, I I think that these, you know, Deplorables Night Live had an issue with, like, we have a Trump impressionist, but we can't do any anti-Trump comedy, so... Here's the solution. We'll just Stop have happy. him read lines and say he's Alec Baldwin.
0: What I thought was – I thought this is like, the most scathing indictment of uh, Saturday Night Live because it did show, like, how, like, little – how little talent it takes to do a Trump impression and how, like, doing this will, in fact, not save the Republic. <laughs> in some ways, yeah. Like,
2: that. this is the most – uh actual, you know, this is actually trying to indict yeah. Saturday Night Live, but
0: It is then, it is saying, look how hacked Saturday Night Live is.
2: Yeah, but then also, like, doing this at the end of what we just watched, like, this is like the end, this is like their thesis at the end of yeah. Deplorable Saturday Night, and I'm like, you have to, Terrence has to do a better job if you're gonna end with this thesis, you know what I mean? Uh, I really do wonder who wrote this, and where the fuck that this comes from, and like, what the purpose of it is. I I was not looking into who financed it but just like where it all comes from and it does seem like this all sort of is around like a talent agency in Florida so I feel like this is kind of like this you know world of like the villages and Trump in Florida and everything like This is sort of the, like, new Florida media ecosystem coming to fruition. Like, this is, like, really only intended for this, like, made in Florida and intended for elderly people in Florida to watch. Like, this is a closed circuit.
1: Florida, specifically, like, St. Petersburg, Florida, is, like... Our version of uh, whatever it is, ni- nineteen fifty-five or whatever year it is in Back <laughs> to the Future, that exists as like the nexus point for like the fulcrum of history. Like th- that's yep. that's our fulcrum of history is Florida. Like the next <laughs> segment that we're gonna get to shortly here is based in Florida, and that's not intentional at all. It's just this whatever. I don't know whatever comes across my feed that I'm like, oh, this would be good for the yeah. show. It's somehow associated with Florida. Like Well,
2: I think I think that Florida is like coming up as its own separate America. You know what I mean? Like this is where like all the retirement homes are and like, you know, uh uh You know, old people don't need it to be funny. They just need it to look like it might be funny because it's all confusing anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like this is the same as SNL to some people who really just are reacting to like noise and colors coming off the screen. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Hey, you guys want to hear my uh, Dana Carvey impression? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Read my lips. No new taxes. <laughs> See, there we go.
0: That, yep, that's a good Danny Carvey. That was exactly the name. <laughs> Want to hear my
1: uh, Will Ferrell impression? Please. Of
0: course. Uh, Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you you can can you do you can play all of SNL. Yeah, give yeah, me you're, that's, you're, that's incredible. Give me another SNL prejudice. character. I literally don't remember who did Obama. Who used to play Obama? Fred Armisen. <laughs> that's real, huh? That's a yeah, real. Like a, that's a real. Pretty answer, much a white
1: it? guy. A white guy.
0: Yeah, man. I forget. Yep. Yeah, I forgot that Fred Armisen did blackface.
1: All right. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm allowed to do a Fred Armisen impression. <laughs> I think that would be in bad taste
0: you guys can't see it but he's doing the perfect thumb the perfect pointing thumb (laughs) Um, but that's all you guys can't see that's something
1: that I've only heard you Tony talk about I've never heard anybody else like reference Obama pointing with his fist and thumb it's something he definitely does but I don't think anyone's noticed that except for you Tony
0: you need more black friends Alex
1: Mm. that's probably it that's it
0: yeah that's all we talk about with Obama that's the only thing we really like that and his jump shot and that was really it
1: (laughs) Uh, Okay, so that was. And that picture with all the rappers, that was a cool picture. (laughs) Uh, So the the Trump, the Alec Baldwin impression sketch is the final sketch of the show. And for some reason, he's the one who says, uh, live from Florida, it's deplorable tonight or whatever. Live from America. Live from America, it's deplorable Saturday night. Tight. And then I was like, oh, is it, it? Was that all just a cold open? Was that like 35 minutes of cold open that I just watched? Uh, but then the feed, the stream just looped on itself and started yep. over. Yeah. Now, I think for the intended audience, many of them
2: might have thought that there was continuing stream. Like, I think mm-hmm. they might have just continued watching and were like, wow, more stuff.
1: I think that's a fair that that's a fair
2: guess. And although you, I did see the chat, the chat they left the chat on, mm-hmm. which the Joe Biden campaign doesn't do. The did that, <laughs> and people for the most part were like, "This sucks," <laughs> yeah, like this sucks. It's embarrassing.
1: Well, Tony, Tony, and I had some fun in the chat um we we liked the twins a <laughs> lot in the chat we, we we talked about how much we liked the twins and people agreed with us so you know lots of people- i mean the
2: twins are stars the twins are stars yeah. they gotta they gotta get off all this like trump bullshit like they fuck themselves over with this stuff
1: yeah uh tony at one point commented can i get an amen in the chat for white women
0: yeah. And, uh, <laughs>
1: Debbie Alexander replied, amen.
0: Amen. <laughs> which, which rule. Yeah. I, mean, I think we we were talking about white we moving like two totally different ways, but I mean, i like you know, Hey, what's up Debbie?
1: Debbie enters like, you know, the fucking target or she enters like the, uh, you know, the, the public pool, hobby lobby. the hobby lobby. And she's like, Hey, where are all the white women at? Because like, she wants to know where to stand, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so all in all, I think uh, uh, success. They got a thousand views on Facebook, uh, and lot, lots of fun times were had. Lots, lots of laughs. Uh, I think we're ready to move on to the next segment here. What do you guys say? Yeah, you know, yeah, I, you yeah. know, yeah, I think
2: this was a big success for the Deplorables, and I, I,
1: I hope they do this every Saturday night. God, that, that'd be great. I, I, if they would commit to that, it's going to be hard. I think they left it all on the table from last night. I really yeah. do think they did. <laughs> Okay, so our next segment revolves around a televangelist from, you guessed it, Florida, named <laughs> Jeremiah Johnson. Okay, this is a TV personality, but he also like preaches at a mega church in uh, Lake Lakeview or Lake something, Florida. Um, and just a little background on this guy: he was one of the pastors who was still like encouraging people to come out for service during the lockdown. You know, I know different states have like eased up on their respective lockdowns, but this was back when people were taking it more seriously and yeah. he was like still posting videos of him and his entire congregation congratulating his congregation for refusing wow. to comply with the lockdown order.
0: Saying like God was going to protect you.
1: Not only God was going to protect you, but this man is a faith healer. So the videos were not only of a packed church of people gathering together to, you know, worship God or whatever. It was also him laying hands on the congregants to heal them of their various maladies.
0: Yes. The
1: middle of coronavirus. So... That's the kind of guy we're dealing with. Um, another another quick post that's very funny to me. Uh, with the recent release of the Plandemic videos online, the, which is like a video, you know, a conspiracy theory video that supposedly, like, debunks the coronavirus and explains the Illuminati plot to get you to stay at home uh, or whatever... I am being absolutely bombarded with messages, calls, and texts from national church leaders and saints who are, quote, sorry, they slandered me and called me a, quote, false prophet. I wish I could publish some of these letters and voicemails I am receiving every hour. Honestly, I accept the apologies and thousands who are just trying to encourage me. But always remember this: true prophets do not take polls, nor do they listen to internet trolls. They simply listen <laughs> and obey the audience of one. Um, Jeremiah, he, any he, like signs every post he does. Dash Jeremiah oh, yeah, Johnson. Yeah. So I, I like a I like a pastor like making a facebook post uh about all the haters how the haters finally had to apologize to him uh, and admit that he was right, and you know what, he's going to accept their apology, actually.
0: I would love to show you these apologies, that would totally vindicate <laughs> me, but I just, I just can't. And don't, I know so. don't know how to screenshot. So, yeah, yeah, don't know how to screenshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Getting to, to the one post that, that I've just been dying to cover, this is a post that, that we've been uh, you know, thinking about covering for a few weeks here now. Um, it's, it's an amazing post, okay. It's a post that has a title. That's how you know it's a good post. When yeah. when the yeah. when the poster like puts a title in their yeah. post, okay? They're trying
2: to make this like medium level.
1: You know what I mean?
2: This is now a medium level uh, yeah. post. And
1: You're laughing, but y'all don't know
2: about
0: SEO, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's I mean, that's a fair point. Like it's pretty easy to search this now. Um yeah. So the title of this is Siren emoji joe biden and the three shocking visions siren emoji prophetic dream received april 14th 2020 on tuesday night i went to sleep and had a dream where i found myself walking into a hospice i was unaware who i was there to see but proceeded into a large bedroom upon entering i immediately noticed a large sign above the bed that read first kings 1, 1 through 2, which says, Now King David was old, advanced in age, and they covered him with clothes, but he could not keep warm. So his servants said to him, Let them seek a young virgin for my lord the king, and let her attend the king and become his nurse, and let her lie in your bosom, that my lord the king may keep warm. Perplexed as to why this verse was in this bedroom, I looked down (laughs) on the bed... (laughs) And there was Joe Biden, shivering and frail as if he was very cold. I asked God, what is the meaning of this? And he responded back to me and said, the man before you is not a threat, but it will be those who work overseeing and managing him while he is frail and elderly that will be a challenge. For he is a mere puppet, a decoy of sorts, to distract many from what is really taking place behind the scenes. Keep your eyes on the woman who they will place beside Joe, for she will seek to reinvigorate and seduce many.
0: As long as this guy doesn't get a virgin, he's not a threat. (laughs) Just don't give this guy a virgin. (laughs) Um,
1: I think this is now maybe a good time to like pause right here and, you know, Mm -hmm. reflect and also... I want to put this in a context for people. So this was uh April 14th. Um this was before the terror read allegation. This was before mm-hmm. um that's sort of what like the conversation around Joe Biden is right now at least among like, you know, anybody who's not, you know, 100% in the bag for Joe Biden. Yeah. Um the main conversation around Joe Biden was that uh he's has dementia. He's losing his mind. He he's incapable of you know performing daily tasks, let alone you know overseeing the country or whatever. So that's what this prophetic dream relates to. Now it might seem like a, a little bit you know cryptic and and coded and mysterious, but I think what he's trying to say uh, by showing Joe Biden in a bed, old and frail and shivering, and comparing him to uh, King King David, who who was advanced in old age, I think what he's trying to say is that Joe Biden is old. Yeah, that's uh, it. And I think he's trying to say that Joe mm-hmm. Biden is weak. Okay. Yeah. And then the next yeah. part. No, it's, of,
2: it's it's pretty it's pretty uh, it's pretty expertly hidden within simile and metaphor. But you know, now that yeah. you've sort of broken away all the layers, it does it does appear that that might be the the intention here.
0: Now that you've unpacked it a bit.
2: Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. uh I mean my you know, it's a little bit for me to wrap my head around, but but uh now that I'm looking at it, it does seem
1: as though the text supports that. Well, yeah, that's why we're the podcasters, you know?
2: Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm just another different podcaster.
1: <laughs> well, you're able. I'm able to, like, you know, convey this message to you in another way because you're also a podcaster. Uh, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're still confused at home, listener, maybe you should start a podcast and then you will, I don't know, gain the skills necessary at deciphering this, uh, you know, thick metaphor here. But, yeah. but before you start a podcast, pick up a Bible.
0: <laughs> Pick up a Bible and that's start reading that. Yeah, that. That's how we all started. That's where, that's where it all began.
1: The second part of this is uh, comparing I uh, I don't. Are, are you familiar with the? I know. I know Tony's not, despite having been like raised in the Catholic Church. Uh, <laughs> are you, Jack, familiar with uh, the Old Testament? Are you familiar with King David? Uh, am I familiar with with King David? Um, do you know what uh, this like what the results of king david having a young virgin whispering into his ear was like that's he was probably seduced by the harlot and like his his uh you know edicts and his will and god's will were twisted because of you know the through through the tongue of of this young uh you know jezebel
2: uh, I I I don't know.
1: I don't know the story. I don't know the story of it. Like, I, I guess I have to I have to get my Bible
2: in To be honest with you, I gotta I gotta start uh, getting back on the Bible and uh, you know get
1: back to it. So using context clues for myself, I'm you know uh, what is it here? Uh, for he is a mere puppet, a decoy of sorts um keep your eyes on the woman who they will place beside josh for she will seek to reinvigorate and seduce many so that leads me to believe that like you know whoever they assigned to uh, keep king david warm was actually a net negative you know for people who liked king david or whatever um so (laughs) i uh we all know who this woman they're alluding to right
0: the vice president he's gonna he's gonna pick the woman
1: joe biden has said that he's going to pick a woman as vice president and she will be the one to twist the truth and seduce the masses she is the one for us to keep our eyes on wow that
0: makes sense that makes sense not
1: biden don't worry about biden he's just frail and Mm -hmm. white and male who you gotta really watch out for when you when you see joe biden like sleeping and nodding off what i want you to do is i want you to look three inches to like the bottom right and look at which bosom joe biden is resting his head on uh and that's (laughs) the person that you should be afraid of wow very interesting (laughs) symbolism
0: i mean this is real though because i i think that we should like I think something that's, like, not not a joke and very serious is that we should, like, you know, believe women. And my grandma says that women are the devil.
1: <laughs> uh, Real catch-22, so, yeah. Yeah, you
0: know. So I believe, I, I mean, who, how I, I'm going to not believe my grandma?
1: Yeah. Come on. As I hear these words, I sat down on a chair that was beside Joe's bed and noticed he was watching television. <laughs>
0: This is great. This is so good. Wow. Yeah, this is yep. just
1: such a good metaphor. I wonder what he's going to yeah. see on television. <laughs> I wonder what the, yeah. this is like Lynchian right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I glanced up and was startled by three colorful and distinct pictures that flashed on the screen. Each of the hey. pictures turned into visions and were full of life.
0: The pictures turn into visions
1: The videos that I saw, they turned into visions and that's how you know that this is like a poetic and, and, a, and a metaphor. Mm, it's a little bit different It's different than when seeing something
2: on TV is different than visioning something on TV
1: Especially when you're like already in a dream and the TV exists within that dream. <laughs> I,
2: I was yeah. within a vision seeing a, a vision TV and that vision TV made me have a vision vision within my vision
1: yeah, I mean this. This is like uh, it's like Inception. You know, there are layers to yeah. this. Yeah. Don't even try to figure it out, folks. Okay, it's not meant to be figured out. Okay, uh, yeah. this is a priest talking here. So this is this is higher spiritual
2: stuff, for everybody. Yeah.
1: The first vision that popped onto the screen was Donald Trump at a news conference. He re- oh. uh He ra re- I wonder who Donald Trump represents in this vision with Yeah <laughs> At a news conference, he raised a bottle in the air, and the crowd went wild. It had (laughs) hydroxychloroquine... I don't know how to say that word. Hydroxychloroquine? Chloroquine? I don't know. Written upon it. Yeah, quine sounds good. I like that. While the crowd went wild, it infuriated the news reporters present, and they were visibly angry. Okay, so this vision, let's try to pierce this vision here. He's seeing a, a Donald Trump, not a Donald Trump like figure, which would have been funny if he had said that, but just Donald Trump. Yeah. just Donald Trump raising a bottle of that fucking medicine that he likes into the air and the crowd goes wild <laughs> but all yeah. the, but all the reporters are angry. they're visibly frustrated with him. What could that possibly mean? Well if I was take it at the surface level,
2: I would take it to, you know, sort of mean that, you know, maybe reporters are just sort of upset at Trump, you know, by default. And even when he comes up with something like hydroxychloroquine, which is going to work, and all the people are calling for it, and we want it badly, and it will work. Even the reporters still want to have a sour mood about it, yeah. you know, but that would just be a very sort of surface-level reading of it, Um You know, so there might be something deeper going on. This guy is a pretty chef, after all.
1: Like he didn't even do the the whole like there was a there was a newspaper headline I could read, and it said Trump cures cancer, and all the reporters were shaking their heads and furious at him. Like it's not even that that step removed of a metaphor. It's just the exact thing that's happening in real life, but like for babies, you know, (laughs) like relayed for babies. Well, but he had it in a dream. From God. Yeah. yeah. The second vision that popped on the screen was Bill Gates. The second
2: vision that popped on the screen. So the visions are just occurring on screen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a great device. On on the next vision that appeared on the Samsung LED 46 inch.
0: I love the idea of a, of a prophetic TV happening in the dream of somebody who like hates TVs, like I'm hates having, TV media. I'm you know? having a vision,
1: and all my visions are happening on a TV within the, the vision. I think yeah. I think you got it backwards, Sony. This isn't somebody who hates TV. This is a televangelist. So he's like oh. heightening Loves his it. brand. Yeah. This is like yeah. reaffirming yeah. the medium through which,
0: through the TVs on the, right. the truth. The truth. And, and yeah. then and then, I,
1: and then I received messages from God, but
2: through the only medium that you can do that tv
1: no yeah 100 percent. and then the the fourth vision popped up and it was a young handsome charismatic preacher and he was telling the (laughs) truth and facebook was limiting his
0: posts
1: (laughs) yeah no but i I also just love the idea of like tv being your symbolic representation of whatever theme you're trying to like get across like like uh i don't know like it'd be like if in you know oh brother where art thou like there had been a TV playing, and it was just the Odyssey. It was just Homer's <laughs> Odyssey playing on TV.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just telling on it. And I love the, like the lack of creativity too. It's like you could have had a like you know a, a burning bush. The EKG could have like started like writing out words. Like there could have been a million different things, but the TV is what you came up with in your dr- well. I guess it's a dream. It's not. He, he's not coming up with this. this is all this is all um, this is all prophetic. This is all you know this is deemed by God, so never mind
1: you know it's crazy i was watching you know uh dark Knight rises it's like a movie that everybody loves or whatever and you know there's like a lot of heavy metaphor in that movie but i was one that one scene where it's just you're looking at a tv that's on the tv and it says uh order in all caps capital letters with batman <laughs> in front of it and then it says uh it changes to uh chaos with the joker in front of it yeah um uh-huh. what yeah. were they trying yeah. to say with that
0: I don't know. That's, it's pretty, pretty heady stuff. I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm going to have to take another look at
2: it because uh, just you describing it there, I'm going to have to like, look at the rest of the that's on scene and stuff
0: Sh- like that. Should I watch it with the commentary, Alex? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if, okay. if okay.
1: Jeremiah Johnson's doing the commentary, which uh, you would hope. Uh he was seated before so Bill Gates he was seated before a court hearing concerning quote crimes against humanity <laughs> testifying wow. against him was a man of african descent There was So l- what does that what mean of a- you just mean yeah. <laughs> he's talking about like an african not a man of african descent but like an african person from africa yeah. who lives of african in african yeah. descent yeah you know of african descent is like i don't know what he thinks is a pc way of saying he's just saying like black yeah but he's taught he's trying to get the idea that like bill gates was from ex- africa was exploiting africans you know which of course he, yeah yeah, he, so yeah is. totally yeah um yeah there was lots of shouting and yelling going on in the courtroom suddenly two men burst into the trial to save bill gates and rescue him from the hearing one man had a wow. t-shirt on with the flag of Canada, and the other huh. man had a t-shirt with the flag of China. Now, what could that represent?
0: <laughs> <laughs> they they couldn't just be holding flags. They had t-shirts with them on. Like, like they could have been holding flags in, like, warrior stances... But they just had T-shirts. Or it could have just
2: been, like, a Canadian man and a Chinese man. <laughs> yeah. ran in. It's like a guy wearing the shirt of the flag yeah. of the country. Or it could just be, like, a, a Canadian, like, soldier. A Chinese
0: soldier came in. No, yeah, like exactly.
2: Simply wearing the T-shirts of the country. Uh, the J- Which
0: really means nothing. They're probably just tourists.
2: <laughs> it just means you've been there once, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: Or your friend has. Just then
1: two two men came in and saved Bill Gates. Uh, One of them was saying, China, 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 China. (laughs) And the other one was saying, Canada, 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 Canada. One of
2: the men said, I'm China.
1: The other said,
2: I'm Canada.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, next paragraph. Final paragraph. The final vision that flashed on the screen was of a young woman named Candace Owen. Like, you could (laughs) just have... You could just have these things happen in your dream. You really don't need the TV screen. But I think I think I, I hit on it when I remembered that he's a televangelist and that this is yeah, just him. Like, things happen. Like underlining the importance of TV, the the trust that you should put on on your TV screen. Uh, so the final vision that flashed on the screen was of a young woman named Candace Owens. She had an American flag draped around her and the jawbone of a donkey in her hand. She made an appearance at a press conference that I found intriguing because the setting was in a jungle. I heard the voice of God say, this one will not fit into parties or affiliations for she has been branded for the grassroots. Then I woke up. Jeremiah Johnson. For more, go to jeremiahjohnson.tv.
0: So when I when I was first reading this, I was real confused because... Because when you're reading things for the first time, you don't see the punctuation that's about to come necessarily. So when he's like, "This woman's name Candace Owens, and she had the jawbone of a donkey," <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" But in in her hands, yeah. I was like, "Oh, oh, that's that's actually kind of that's kind of tight imagery. I actually kind of like that."
1: Yeah, well, if you're familiar with the Bible, which I know all of us are, um, it's referencing the part in the Bible where I don't know who it was—is was fucking Moses or or somebody picks up a jawbone of an ass and slays an entire like army and like women and children with it. They all like drop dead. So this is like she's going to murder the democrats with this yeah. jawbone.
0: Ironically with a jawbone. I f- with their own jawbone.
1: <clears throat> I find it yeah, I find it very interesting that uh Candace Owens is in a jungle for some reason. I think that that part's uh, particularly yeah, interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah interesting. <laughs> That is kind of a wild because like there's no jungles, there's no jungles in America. I can say that right? That's like a fact, right? That's,
1: uh, I don't that's, know. that's true.
2: Yeah,
0: I think I don't think anything qualifies as jungle.
2: Like
0: I there's mean, jungles in Mexico. I've been in jungles in Mexico, but there's no jungles in 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 America.
1: I mean, yeah, unless we're talking about like the Upton Sinclair version of it, you know. <laughs> <So> we have <laughs> that's plenty. All of, there is. We have then plenty, plenty of, yeah. Upton Sinclair jungles.
0: Then that's all. Yeah. Is, do yeah, do you think, think that's what that Guns
1: N' Roses song was about? Like, harsh working well, conditions in the, in, in the cannery, canneries and shit? No, yeah. I think yeah. it was probably about, like, how a, a tiger will kill you if you go to the jungle.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought it was about, like, Vietnam and, like, the, the, the horrors of war. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, so I just, th- you know, I, I saw Candace Owens, uh, this strong black woman, uh, and she was uh, wearing a clown wig uh and she was uh had a had a boombox on her shoulder and she was blasting the truth at all those suckas in the middle of the jungle
0: and she kept she kept saying into the megaphone the word honk over and over again
1: yeah you ever have like a prophetic vision about a black woman giving a press conference in the jungle uh i know i know that's something that i have a lot um yeah uh so this was great this is just amazing um this dude has pretty frequent prophetic visions i've i've read a couple of them now and they're always pretty wonderful um well let me tell you something about
0: prophets alex um they 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 be having visions
1: mm. Mm.
0: it's kind of their whole bag
1: yeah definitely man uh so let's get into a couple comments here Just literally just two Which are funny uh, TJ Weaver says Candace Owen rocks uh, and oh, That's cool That's cool uh, <laughs> Candace Owen's totally rocks dude uh, And you can tell that this guy knows what rocks uh, Because looking at his profile picture He's holding a, a surfboard And he mm. it's, uh, The surfboard says the Daddies maybe
0: Yeah absolutely daddies he he's wearing like long plaid shorts, um, and an Under Armour hat, which like those shorts should not have been worn yeah. any time after the <laughs> company Under Armour existed.
1: <laughs>
0: and also, like anybody wearing Under Armour hat who's like not being
1: paid to is a fucking dweeb. Yeah, that's that's some weird shit. Um, no, yeah, he looks like. Uh... I don't know, he looks like he he's the white guy in a Birdman music video from like two thousand one. Like with these yeah. pants. Like these yeah. these these pinstripe white pants that are going down to his shins, uh, no t shirt. Looks like a pretty cool dude.
0: Well, he might be cool because like that like those pants like those those uh shorts and that belt, the like the the scout belt with like the slide buckle, like you could only get those at a swap meet. Mm-hmm. That's the only place you can get those two items.
1: So he might be down. Gloria Keeler says, First time I saw Candace Owen, I wrote her name down so I won't forget her. <laughs>
0: that's that's the dream. That's what I want, I want to have. <laughs> wow, I just want people to, to rewind, down the my name. <laughs> rewind the episode. Rewind the episode. I think he said Tony Boswell. I think that's it. i got to write that down.
1: I mean, that's kind of what happens when people try to get into the Facebook group. <laughs> They have except to go for, back for, and, yeah. like, listen to the podcast and then write <laughs> down our names as the answers to who hosts Minion Death Call. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, so somebody I, – I just, like, picture you're walking into your grandma's house. You know, maybe maybe you're a good – granddaughter or grandson and you still see your grandma like once a week or once a month or whatever Uh, and you go over you know next to her TV and you see just like scraps of paper with uh, Candace Owen written on it or uh, you know Charlie Kirk written on it and then you being a good grandson or granddaughter uh, crumple those pieces of paper up and throw them in the trash can (laughs) yeah please let me set
0: them on fire maybe do that too
1: (laughs) uh yeah so that's i believe the episode just wow what a what a night for comedy the this yeah the sky is dark for all the stars are out last night the right is getting funnier and uh as someone on the left i'm very very nervous <laughs> Um, thank you so much, Jack, for uh, joining the show. We really appreciate your uh, expertise, your your comedy expertise, helping us, uh, you know, a- analyze this this comedy special. You know, was it funny? Was it not funny? I think parts of it definitely were. You know, for for various reasons. Um, wh- why yeah. don't you go ahead and tell people where they can uh, get get some of your stuff?
2: Well, uh, I'm on the uh, podcast Struggle Session, which you can find at uh, patreoncom Struggle Session. Uh, Banger. Thank you. Uh, and then I also do a daily uh, uh, morning show on Twitch uh, that's called Jack AM, and it's at uh, twitch.tv TV slash Jack AM on Twitter at uh, Jack Allison LOL.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent endorse all that content. Uh, we have had Thanks. Leslie Lee, uh, also your your co host from Struggle Session, yeah. on this podcast as well. Uh, it's a wonderful show, you know, about uh, pop culture media from uh, a left perspective. That yeah, lots of hot takes on that show lots of lots of we get a lot of trouble people get a
2: lot of get mad at us all the time we're in big trouble all the time on that show
1: so i forgot (laughs) to i forgot to ask um so one of the reasons we had you on this episode was because you know um this comedy special was aiming to take snl to task to take snl down a notch and i believe you are one of the experts, possibly the only expert in the field of taking SNL down a notch, more specifically, uh, Michael Che, one of the head writers for SNL, sure. who you and Leslie Lee were able to get to deactivate from Twitter. So, well,
2: you know, he only came on Twitter in the first place to like yeah. clown on me and get mad at me and like the people that follow me on Twitter or something. So, you know, I didn't get, you know, it's it's a I not only got him to deactivate, I guess, but also for him to join in the first place was just like to because yeah. to, he's mad at me. I guess he, me and Michael are not mad at each other anymore, and I have to hand it to Michael Che for like you know giving a bunch of his money to the people you know that you know he paid a bunch of people's rent in New York during COVID oh. or whatever, oh, which that's is cool. good i still think this snl show sucks and i think he's a fucking weirdo he was really weird about me and whatever i don't I give a it shit
0: that he paid dan cranshaw's rent
2: <laughs> if, it, if it got to you that much that i said snl wasn't good then maybe you think it's not good yeah and you know i don't know trying to make it i, I don't fucking know same with everybody like chrissy teigen these days everyone, yeah, geez, yeah. Everyone's, i'm like you know do you, you have to have it all like do you have to not only get to make the money be on the tv show but you have to also have everybody think you're like cool and good too you know what i yeah, mean yeah. like 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 i don't think you can have get all of it i think it's okay like it's okay to sell out in the sense that you know you also have to be okay with people saying you sold out this shit sucks you know what i mean like you made the choice now like like Live with that choice. If meritocracy
1: were real in this country, uh, anybody who theoretically had amassed that much money would also have like incredibly thick skin from actually (laughs) working and actually trying and failing and like going against odds or whatever. And it's it's no more. It's never been more clear that these people just had everything fucking handed to them on a silver platter that they can't take a a little slice of criticism.
0: They hate hearing that so much because like this time last year, Chrissy Teigen was being harassed by right-wingers like all day being told that her and John Legend are like like legit Pedophile ringleader, right? Which, yeah, which I guess people were
2: getting into that again this time. And
0: and they, they like, they like, she stayed on the internet. But this time somebody answered a question in an article saying, like, yeah, Chrissy Teigen kind of had a lot coming to her real fast. I don't really want that. And she was like, this sucks. Like, you're making fun of me. Yeah. Now she's like, I have to be private. And it's just so, it's because someone said something real, you know?
2: I don't even know about the whole conflict. I don't really care about it. But I do think that, like, Millionaire like very rich people flipping out at the idea of them being like anything less than like perfect paragons of humanity. I'm like I'm like just fucking take the money. You know what I mean? It's like like you did the target deal, like you know, you're getting a lot of money from that target deal. Like that's what you did it for. Like you got the money, like you you also have to have nobody ever talk shit ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's not fair. That's not fair. You can't sell
1: your soul and then whine about not having a soul. Just like buy your soul back by donating twelve million dollars or something. Right? Like, it's like if you really care that like, much?
2: Yeah. No. Like because I, I, I that's how I feel about it. So I was like, you know, I made a lot of money on the Kimball show, and I kind of like was like I sold out in a way. I was like I'm like doing comedy I don't really like, and I'm making a lot of money or whatever. And I thought it sucked, and so I like quit pretty much. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you can like stop if you don't like it. Like if you're making a lot of money and you don't feel good about it or whatever, like,
0: you know, examine
2: that. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, necessarily like you can like there are other options for what a life is, you know?
0: That's such a great, a great example. Cause like the Jimmy Kimmel show was, I don't, I don't know much about, you know, your experience, but I mean, it it, it ended to the point where black thought who was one of the most radical MCs ever, Um, ended up working on Hamilton. So, like, yeah, good, good move. Good job. Good job there.
1: But, um, yeah, so I think, you know, what, what I wanted to get at, though, is I think that, you know, compared to, like, your your uh, relationship with, an, with SNL and an SNL head writer, uh, I think that this show, Deplorables, has, uh, Deplorable Saturday Night, has has failed in their mission because I think instead of, like, you know, taking SNL down a peg or making them look bad, they just made SNL look better <laughs> they made yeah. snl look better by contrast uh so yeah unfortunately yeah, you know, i agree I'm, I'm not an snl fan but i'm uh i'm less of a fan of deplorable
2: saturday night i would rather watch at home zoom snl which is just terrible uh than than watch deplorable saturday night
1: snl is going to try to parody this and it's going to be even less funny somehow <laughs> So I this think exactly that's a great uh, that's a great note for this episode to go out on. Uh, yeah, once again, thanks to Jack for doing the show. Yeah, check for out, it. check out Struggle Session. Check out Jack AM on Twitch every weekday morning. Uh, why don't you go ahead and support our show at patreon.com slash minion death cult. Uh, we really appreciate your support over there. We do a bonus episode every week for you guys. Uh, even the weeks where I can't get out a free episode, there is still a Patreon episode uh, every week. And if you subscribe at the uh, $5 level, you also get a pack of stickers uh, sent to you. And if you stay subscribed there, you get a new sticker whenever we print one, usually every other, every other month or so um three dollars for the main feed three dollars for a bonus episode every week uh it's a great deal it's it's an episode just like this one you heard today uh write to us at minion death gmail.com follow us on social media at minion death cult you can follow my personal twitter at Flealdy, f l i e l d y. uh it's a combination of the two best bassists in the were in the world flea and fieldy <laughs> Um, and you can follow Tony Boswell at Word Is Bond. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.
0: Bye bye. Peace. Bye.